0: And I have Paul with me tonight. Hey, guys. (laughs) And tonight on Adult Bedtime Stories, we're doing a special edition. It is on self-care during crisis, part one and part two. In part one, we're going to be covering immediate crisis and how to resolve the panic, the anxiety, and take care of yourself. And in part two, we're going to kind of cover some of the things you can do to really balance your life and bring it to a place of not dwelling on everything, slowing down that squirrel cage in the brain when you get kind of stuck in gear, thinking, oh, the world's going crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And so... These are very effective techniques that we'll be covering. And I realize that people are losing jobs, or losing benefits and money, and basically, what do you do? Basics, life needs are critical, and it can throw us into a state of crisis. And so, part of this this first part of the show, I really want to cover the how to handle it, and I'd like to talk a little bit about my experience because I went through a crisis at a young age. I was had just finished completing a trade school in offset printing, and it was about a week no, it was a week before I finished. One of the big companies in the region laid off. 20,000 employees, (laughs) and there were no jobs to be found. And within a month, I was a month or two, I became homeless. I was sleeping in my car, not eating much, and to make a long story short, I wound up in a hospital with mono and malnourished. And I, I think part of it, I was young, I didn't know about social resources, where to get help. And part of it was this attitude that I'd grown up with that you're supposed to be independent. You're supposed to pick yourself up if you fall. You're supposed to be strong. and And that didn't really take into account when outside forces affect you where you can't find a job where there are no jobs (laughs) because I did everything I could to find work I mean I went everywhere and I remember I eventually got to the point where I couldn't even afford gas money to search around so I had to use the phone and, and then it just got from bad to worse but After I got out of the hospital, a couple, young couple that I knew, took me in, and I was pretty much with mono, you're down for quite a while. And it took me about six months to recover where I needed someone to help me out. And I'm so grateful that this couple did. But I realized that a lot of times we just need to say, okay. Things have happened in the world that are beyond my control. I need some help. And so part of what happens in a state of crisis is that it's a matter of focus. We zero into the problem. I know I did when I was in crisis. And I couldn't see anything else but that. And it, I wish I'd had someone to guide me as I'm guiding now. Take a few deep breaths if you're highly anxious or if you're feeling fear or that squirrel cage is running and all you can see is doom and gloom. Take a few deep breaths and step back. Acknowledge your feelings. Yes, things are bad. Don't worry about being productive. Move beyond independence There are resources out there to help, and I'm going to turn this over to Paul in a minute. But reach out for resources. Let just understand that there is help available, and through no cause of your own, because of outside forces, this has hit your life, and you're not alone. And I think that's the big thing. I felt Mm -hmm. so alone. And realizing that we're not alone. Reach out to family or friends. If you're in good shape with your family, I know I wasn't at the time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I did have friends. And I know that when I first started feeling ill, I didn't say much. I kind of thought, oh, it's just a cold or... I'm just, I'll get over it, I can get by. And it was that kind of thinking of, oh, I can do it on my own, that really wound me up getting into a lot of problems.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and didn't take very good care of myself. And that's what self-care is all about, is really taking care of ourselves. And I know Paul's had some experiences mm-hmm. in the past, would you like to share?
2: Yeah, so, um When I was 20 years old, I had been living at home with my mom uh, but I I was stuck in a rut and I I got laid off of my job and I saw an opportunity to go and travel um, to a rainbow gathering uh, and I I wound up going there, and I wound up meeting a lot of people who were travelers by nature. And for after I went there for a while, I traveled around the country, mostly eating at food banks and volunteering here and there where I could, or picking up you know gigs here and there to kind of get myself by and hitchhiking around the country. And at first it was, you know, an adventure. But when I tried to, you know, get my life started again, it was really hard because I didn't have, you know, I had lost my ID. I didn't have an address. And no matter how hard you look for a job, if you don't have an address, if you don't have an ID, if you don't have these things that society deems necessary, you can't find a job. So I wound up homeless for a number of years. And it was, you know, parts of it were really rough. and um, But one of the things that I kind of came out of it with is I, you know, there were a lot of people that were really kind to me, and I saw the good in a lot of people, and, you know, especially in people I wouldn't have necessarily assumed would help someone like me out, you know, people who were conservative, people who may not... May look down on the way that I look or acted uh, on the length of my hair, things like that. But the fact that, you know, they saw someone in need and whether they disagreed with parts of my personality, they still felt the need to help. And one of the things that has been giving me a lot of hope lately is when... In in our country, in the U.S., where, where we live, uh, when it started to hit here, you know, people were originally panicked and they were scared. And, you know, on my Facebook, I saw a lot of doom and gloom and a lot of finger pointing and a lot of people still denying that it was even an issue. But as this situation has set in, I saw a change take place in social media, where now most of the posts that I see are positive. They're people helping out their neighbors. They're people helping out their community. They're people picking up grocery and medicines for people who might be older or uh, um, um, immune compromised. And people trying to figure out how we get through this together as a group. And I think that that's a thing, uh, especially if you are suffering through this, if you may have lost your job or, you know, or, you know, maybe not lost your job, but lost hours or any number of things. Uh, If you or your spouse is sick and worried and can't get tested right now, things like that um it's important to keep in mind that the only way that we're going to get through this as a, as a world i'm not just talking in the us i'm talking about as a people is through working together and i've been seeing a lot of people post about resources that are available for for everyone, local resources and national resources and things like that. And we've uh, actually compiled a, a list of different resources. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, living in the U.S., most of these are U.S.-centric. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there is anyone listening right now, uh, you know, there's multiple ways to reach out to us. And if you could provide us with resources uh, from the the countries that you live in. Or we, international or, resources. Or international resources, things like that. Um, We'd be happy to have them and help disseminate those resources.
0: Yeah. And one thing I'd like to say here, it's not just impacting individuals. Small businesses are in jeopardy, or many of them are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so there we're also compiling a list of resources to help out small businesses during this time of crisis. And I just want to kind of mention, too, one of the things I've put together is a Facebook group. It's the Family of Choice in Crisis. And it's a resource page where we can support one another and provide resources and help, and it's also kind of a think tank. How can we resolve problems as they come up? Let's put some ideas out there and brainstorm and become creative and think outside the box. And I think that will help a lot because we are facing a type of challenge that we've never faced before. We're having to be isolated at a time when we really need that connection. And so part of the purpose of this Facebook group is to connect with each other safely online. And I think that's so important Mm -hmm. to have that support, to be able to get online and say, Hey, this problem came up for me. I need some help. Mm -hmm. Let's discuss it. Let's connect. And so I'll have a link to that Facebook group on my website so that you can join us if you would like to and become part of a worldwide think tank Mm -hmm. and support group Mm -hmm. network where we can work together and put together resources, find resources, and support each other and come up with some ways to, new ways to face the challenges that are to come. mm
2: mm-hmm. um, And for those of you who may not be um, regulars on our show, the website that Gigi was referring to earlier is Ravenslayer, ravenslayerleather.com. Mm-hmm.
0: And that's dot com. Mm-hmm.
2: So uh, here in the U.S.
0: Uh, oh, before you jump in, we've got links on the website to many of these resources, and we'll be adding links. So if you don't, if you miss a link on the show, just go to our website, On the homepage, I'm putting together all the links that you'll need.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: So here in the U.S., um, there's a service that many of our listeners may or may not be aware of, and that's 211. Uh, It's a phone number that you can call, and you will be connected with a uh someone that can help direct you to different services that are available in your area for resources like housing needs uh you know help with rent help with bills uh where your local food banks are uh help with medical needs just any kind of resource that you might need, um, there are people who are trained to, to help you locate those resources. And, and like I said, in the U.S., that number is two one one. I'm sure that there are other services like this in other countries, but I don't know what the phone number would be.
0: And also, because I want to address the crisis situation, if you are feeling a lot of anxiety or feeling a state of crisis, dial 211 and ask for the crisis hotline number in your area, and you can get immediate assistance with how to work through a crisis.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So that being said, we've compiled our own list of different resources. Um, I know that a lot of the listeners of our show are part of the LGBT community. And um, so there are local groups that you can find that uh, do outreach to the LGBT community, particularly to um, LGBT youth uh, that might be struggling right now. I know that the the number of kids that get kicked out when they come out is very, very high. And, you know, there in this time that people are having to isolate in their homes a lot of times lgbt youth like only really get relief when they're outside of the house and if you can't leave your house that means that you have to be um with your family so if you're feeling under pressure and stressed and and like you can't take it or just need someone to talk to, there are local groups that should be able to help you that you can look up in your area. There is also a project called the Trevor Project uh, that um, that does a lot of outreach to the LGBT youth community, and that's a very good resource. Uh, let's see... Um, you should be able to find their phone number online. I don't have it right in front of me.
0: But we do have a link to their website on on our website. So,
2: So, you know, uh, when you're looking to find resources, it's good to kind of think outside of the box. Uh, If you happen to be involved with a church or a, a religious community a lot of times reaching out to your local religious community they can help set you up with resources i know that when i was homeless there were a number of times where churches would put me up in hotel rooms and uh, you know provide food lots of uh lots of kitchen like food kitchens are housed in religious communities Um, so that's one resource to look out for, um, earlier Gigi mentioned, um, uh, that small businesses are hurting right now and there's, um, an organization called the small business administration, uh, that, uh, that can, can help if you are struggling to make ends meet, uh, in the midst of this crisis. Um, their phone number is 1-800-659-2955. Um, uh, if, if you are struggling to meet ends meet and are worried about your, your housing, the, uh, the feasibility of being able to pay rent and things like that, it, Uh, it might be good to look up the local anti-eviction laws. Um, They differ from place to place, so there's no one sure and tried way. The only way you can do it is look up the laws in your own jurisdiction.
0: And if you need some legal assistance, contact the ACLA.
2: ACLU?
0: I mean ACLU. It's the American Civil Liberties Union, mm-hmm. and they provide legal services for those that have needs with civil cases.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So um, I know that one of the things people are dealing with right now is, you know, is a lot of stress and things like that, and uh, if you you know and a lot of people can't see their mental health professionals because you know the uh because y- their offices are getting closed and things like that so there are actually a lot of different online resources uh to pr- uh to connect you with mental health resources uh some of them are uh so there's a website called betterhelp.com, and they've got a free t- trial period. Uh, I I need to go back online and see how long that free trial period is, but if you just need someone to talk to, particularly in the short run, that's one resource that's available. Uh, there is also psychologytoday.com, and... That resource is mostly good for referring you to people in your area that may have set up online practices or things like that. So that's a good place to go to for referrals. Um, There's also onlinecounseling.com. If you happen to live in Canada, there's the Center for the Center for Interactive Mental Health um, uh, uh, or the C-I-M-H-S. There's also betterhealth.com, talkspace.com. So those are for general counseling, counseling needs. I know that in times of stress, if you or a loved one has issues with substance abuse. Times of high stress is one of the key times people can sometimes backslide on their progress a little bit. Uh, And right now, when things are so stressful, is a time to really be careful with whatever progress you or a loved one may have made. So there is... uh, uh, there is an organization called, uh, S-A-M-H-S-A. It stands for Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. Their phone number is one eight hundred nine eight five five nine nine zero. 985 5990 Uh... There, if if you need counseling because you already are aware that you have a mental illness, uh, there is uh, NAMI, which is the National Alliance on Mental Illness, and their phone number is 800-950-NAMI or 6264. Um if you find yourself or you're worried about a loved one um that is so stressed out about this that you're contemplating hurting yourself um there are people out there who care about you and who can help you and one resource if you're worried about self-harm or the self-harm of a, a loved one is the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, I don't have that phone number in front of me, but they're easy to find online.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And um, one one last thing, um, as everyone's having to shelter inside and... You know is are are trapped with the people they live with if you or someone you love is um the victim of partner abuse or domestic abuse of any kind, there is also the national domestic abuse hotline, and again, I don't have that phone number right in front of me, but we will have it on our uh, the link to it on our
0: website mm-hmm. <laughs> And another area, if you're having problems with a landlord, with um, not being able to pay rent or with your mortgage, contact the housing authority. They can often provide short-term assistance to get you through.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and there's, you know, I know we've got the Houston Housing Authority, mm-hmm. and there's... Housing authorities in many different locations. So call two one one to find the housing authority number mm-hmm. in your area. There's also the National
2: Housing Authority, and their um, website is nha dot gov dot ph. Uh, so that might be another resource you might want to look out for.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'd like to kind of get back to this sense of we're kind of trained in our culture to pick ourselves up by the bootstraps and be independent. But this is not the time for independence. This is the time to reach out when you need it. And there is a real need. And you have my permission to reach (laughs) out. (laughs) If you can't give yourself permission, I give you permission. Because it is important that you reach out for help.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You don't want to wind up in worse shape.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And contact some of these people; they really are very helpful
1: mm-hmm.
0: in times. And be patient. And there may be they may be overwhelmed with calls. Mm-hmm. So be patient and know that they're working
1: mm-hmm.
0: long hours trying to help people all around the country and around the world.
1: Mm-hmm
2: and while it's good to know about these resources that are established res- resources that you know at the local and national and international level it's also important to remember that we as a as a community can get together and we can provide the support for each other um if someone in your community is hurting and and needing help if you can provide you know a trip to the grocery store a trip to the doctor if you know immune compromised people that are 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 better off not leaving their house and you can go get some groceries for them or Take their dog for a walk because they feel bad that, you know, they can't walk their dog, but it's too risky for them to walk their dog. If, uh, you know, someone who's lost a job and needs to go looking for for work and their kids are home from school, uh, volunteer, you know, keep yourself safe. Don't expose yourself, you know, needlessly. But there are ways that we can reach out and help each other through
0: this. And while you're on that note, <clears throat> part of why I set up this Facebook group is for us to build an online community and bring the issues that you're facing And let's work around it. We've got a lot of people that can put their heads together Mm -hmm. and help come up with some solutions, if you can, on your own. And come and be a part of this because you may have the solutions another person may need. Mm -hmm.
1: And
0: that's what this is all about, is building a community to support each other and help each other face what's coming at us. Mm-hmm. and I know it's going to get a little worse before it gets better,
1: mm-hmm.
0: especially with the uh, many jobs being mm-hmm. lost and many bi- small businesses having mm-hmm. struggling to just maintain mm-hmm. and a lot of businesses having to close. Mm-hmm. It's difficult times for everybody. And at the and with, like I said earlier in the show, this is one of the first times we faced a crisis that required social isolation. But that doesn't mean, and I think social isolation is the wrong word. We have to be physically isolated, but we can still be socially connected online. And so, on my website, I'll have a link to the. Family of choice, community during crisis.
2: hmm And I, I'd like to hear something that has been helping me out a lot as I've kind of gone through the cycles of stress and coming to accept, you know, this new world that we live in. And it's, I'm sure... Anyone that's been on social media has, has maybe seen this because it's been going around a lot, but I really like it. And it's a, a quote from Fred Rogers, Mr. Rogers, a man that many people of my generation grew up watching and learning a lot from. And he said, When I was a boy and I would see scary things in the news, my mother would say to me, look for the helpers you will always find people who are helping <laughs> and like it's, it's true and if you find yourself downhearted and in stress and overwhelmed and, and hurt look for the people helping and you know take some, take some heart in that and take some hope in that because there is hope Mm-hmm. Don't let the the fear of all of this swallow you.
0: Mm-hmm. And if you're feeling high anxiety, if you're feeling like, oh, how can I make it through this? If you're feeling like it's hopeless, come join. Mm-hmm. Reach out to friends and family. You're not alone. And together as a community, we can see it through If we stay isolated as individuals Mm -hmm. and try to pull ourselves up, it's much harder, if it's even possible. So I think by reaching out to community and reaching out and saying, hey, this is what I'm going through, Mm -hmm. take some deep breaths. Mm -hmm. Take a moment to step back and realize I need to refocus. Mm-hmm. Not everything is bad right now. There's a lot of good going on in the world.
1: hmm
0: And stretch your muscles. In our next part two of this show, we're going to go over a lot of things you can do in your home to refocus on and rebalance your life. Mm-hmm. On this part of the show, I just wanted to address for people in crisis, Mm -hmm. people that are really in dire need, where can I get help? Mm -hmm. And what can I do? And that's what part one is about. Mm -hmm. Part two, we're going to go into a lot more of the things you can do to really balance your life out during this time. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I learned long ago, I had a friend tell me, he said, I see you worry a lot. And I said, what does worry do for you? And I said, well... And, you know, that squirrel cage would be... Mm-hmm. I'd get stuck in that loop, replaying the same worries over and over again. And I realized, worry's an energy drainer. doesn't do anything for me. It just saps my energy. Mm-hmm. So what I... What my friend recommended was, okay, give yourself five minutes to worry Mm -hmm. and worry as deeply as you can. Mm -hmm. And then say, okay, you've had your time. You're dismissed. Mm -hmm. And then refocus on something else. Mm -hmm. And we'll go more into some techniques to do that Mm -hmm. in the next part two. Mm -hmm. But even for people in crisis, take a moment, take a deep breath, step back, and just... Look at the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. There are some amazing things happening. I'm seeing it online. I'm seeing it mm-hmm. in news here and there that people are reaching out and helping. And there are people that are really bringing forth that good part of nature. Mm-hmm. And I've seen this in crisis before, many. I mean, Houston's been hit with flooding and hurricanes. And Oh, yeah. You know, people go out of their way. They get their boats. They go and rescue people mm-hmm. for nothing Yeah, because they're a good neighbor mm-hmm. and because they want to help out. And so know that you're not alone. Wherever you are in the world, there are people that have that kind of mentality. You know, a lot of time, my wife, my partner was saying, you know, in disaster films they always show people, rioting and (laughs) looting and going crazy during a crisis. But that's not what has happened in the ones I've seen. Mm -hmm. People are going out of their way to help each other. Mm -hmm. And so realize it's not like the movies. Real life, during times of crisis, we watch out for one another. Mm -hmm. We tend to want to bond. I think it's part of our nature, part of what Mother Nature gave us. It's this desire to reach out and help out each other. Mm -hmm. And that's part of community to me. So join the community. We'll have a link on my website. And the website, again, is Mm ravenslayerleather.com. And I know these are difficult times, but, and we'll talk about this in our next episode, but Be sure to do some self-pleasuring during this time. Mm -hmm. Take some time out because self-pleasuring will counterbalance Mm -hmm. some of the anxiety. Mm -hmm. It will bring some of the good chemistry into your body, that feel-good chemistry, and give you a better perspective and bring balance. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Any last words, Paul?
2: I just recalled that um, one of the things that I did not originally put uh, in our show notes uh, that is a resource, I know that there are a lot of students right now that can't go to school and they're um, moving schools to online education. And if you don't have internet at home and have... Uh, you know, either um, elementary, middle school, high school students or college students at home, or if you are uh, a college student and you don't have access to regular internet, both Comcast and a a service provider called Spectre uh, are providing uh, 60 days of free internet to any student that doesn't have access to the internet and needs it uh, for school.
0: And that's a good resource. Cause, mm-hmm. And there are so many companies and resources and and people are, even business, big businesses kind of helping out mm-hmm. during this time of crisis. And so take advantage as you need to to get through this. And... One of the things I'd like to say about self-help is that, and this is something I learned along the way, was that before I can help another person, I have to help myself first. Mm -hmm. I have to practice extreme self-care to keep myself balanced and in Mm -hmm. good shape. And then I can reach out and help others. Mm -hmm. It empowers me to be the best person I can be. And so, in part two, we'll be going through some things that you can do to practice extreme self-care during this time in crisis.
1: Hmm.
0: Um.
2: So yeah, I just wanted to to add real quickly that if you are the kind of person that feels guilty. Um, taking things that you feel that you haven't earned. One of the things that you can do if you use these resources to help yourself out of a hard situation, that will set you up better to take care of other vulnerable people in your neighborhood, in your community, and in the world. And if you need a little bit of help in order to do good in the world you will be able to do more good in the long run by taking the help that you need right now if you need further permission to you know take help because I know especially in the US we're trained to try to do a lot of things on our own and this isn't the time for it
0: (laughs) and on that note I want to really Emphasize. Take good self-care of yourself. Pleasure yourself a little bit. Take that little pleasure break. Because it's really all important to treat yourself well. Oftentimes during crisis, we tend to beat ourselves up. And this is the time to step back, refocus, and say, Gigi, I love you. Say your name. I love you. (laughs) Tell yourself. Hold and hug yourself. Pleasure yourself. And just take some time for yourself. And on that note, have a good night. And we'll have part two coming out at the same time we put out part one. Because this is important. Good night. Good night. I find it interesting that adults in our culture are not provided with informative sexual education. Even married couples don't have access to an adequate sexual education and how to pleasure each other. It's assumed that somehow we will instinctively know all that we need to know about sex. I don't know how you feel about this, but I think there's a better method. I would like to invite you to join me in developing a sex-positive lifestyle with freedom of sexual expression between consenting adults. Join us each week to learn everything sexual. Add your comments about the show and any suggestions you have for future show topics. We would love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you won't miss any episodes. This concludes this edition of Adult Bedtime Stories. Are you ready to experience nocturnal emissions? Sex is the final frontier, so explore
1: everything sexual.